either way, you're gonna get us all killed. The size of that thing. I can't. It's too big. Sorry, sweetheart. I haven't got time for anything else. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Hi guys! <laughs> oh fucking hell, it's gonna be mad. <laughs> Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Just the Tip Podcast. Just the Tip Podcast. Mm-hmm. Enunciate. Um, I am your host Georgia, and as always, you can follow me at Coco underscore Abroad on Twitter, and you can follow the podcast at Just the Tip Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You're gonna want to hashtag this whole fucking episode. Oh, I'm telling you from now, mm-hmm. hashtag JTT Pod to get involved. Oh my God, so much has already been said. Listen. Some shit I'm still shaking from. We can't oh, talk about it. Yeah, kid. So um, I'm going to let my two guests introduce themselves and then we're going to kick in. Oh God, we're going to kick in with some icebreakers and then we're going to get down to business. Oh no, I was I was going to say thoughts first, but whatever. Um, <gasps> oh, oh, and I, <laughs> no lies were told. No lies were told. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I, I will go first. My name is Darkwa Che Darkwa. I am 25 and oh. I am a, I want to say an entertainment entrepreneur. Yes. Oh, That's the easiest way to put it. Did I make it sound sexy for you? Entertainment entrepreneur. Yes. Come on <laughs> yes. And the crowd is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, and I'm Manny. Also, as a classic Manny on social media and YouTube, I'm also the founder of the Creatives Con. Come on, that that's just aims to like support creatives in the UK mainly. Um, your favorite thought, you know what I'm saying? Yes, your, <laughs> your favorite, favorite thought. No, I'm purely vegging. Hey, please, I'm, I'm purely vegging. <laughs> okay, Shh, okay, cool. <laughs> Wait, that's sure. me. Yep, that's me. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't realize we were also doing Instagram handles because I didn't get briefed. Okay, uh, go no, on, I'm kidding. Go on. So my Instagram mm-hmm. is House of Darkwa. That's House spelt H A U S because you know she's a fashion bitch. Yeah. Um, House of Darkwa, and on Twitter, I am I am Darkwa. If you don't know how to spell Darkwa, then what are you doing with your life? <laughs> I got a confession, though. So, obviously, Georgette told me he was going to be with, with us today. I was going pre, and I saw one picture. I was like, wow, definitely gone in. I see it. I, I, saw, I saw buzzer. I was like, that's it. Is this the that one that like... I posted a couple of days ago? Yes. I was sitting on the edge of the bed. An actual thought. Listen, an actual thought. I, I moisturized my body for an Listen. hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> even I saw it, and I was just like, I was a bitch. I, I was. I was like, let's go right there. Let's go right there. <laughs> let's go there. Thank booty, you. booty rocking everywhere. <laughs> wow. Scott game on 100. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are starting today. Listen, you babe, don't get rolled, okay? <laughs> My eyes are still on you for now. For, hey, hey, forever. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Right. So, thank you both for joining me today. Oh, oh intro. man. What a fucking intro. <laughs> right. So, icebreakers. Although one of them is kind of redundant, but I'm gonna ask anyway. Go on. Have you ever had sex with someone who's not openly gay? Uh, and I, <laughs> Ooh, um, <laughs> well, Yikes. yes. You don't have to say who. Obviously, oh no, of course just, I, I would yeah, never, yeah. No, never okay, give up no. my. Um, Customer markets, you know. Customer markets. <laughs> To those who are listening who don't understand spoil my market, that means I can't fuck up future fucks. Yes, you know what I'm saying. With past fucks. Yeah. And disclosing the details. I want to go back one time and go and get the goods, you know, but you never know. So, yeah. So that's a yes. Yes, it's a yes for both of us. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna move on. Um, what would your porn your porn star name be and why? Shit. 
You can go first, Manny, because I think you already have like three, maybe. <laughs> wow. But he's not denying it, though. He's just no, like, that's crazy. Listen, I'm feeling like the stallion right now, so Manny the stallion. You know, Manny M the stallion? stallion? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love I that. like that. I love it, you know? Yes. <laughs> I mean, if I was Better to ride do it, porn, you know? if I was to do porn, yeah. even though I don't think I would, if I was You're to capable. do porn, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I feel like my name would it would just still be Darkwa. I feel like that's just a brand, Ooh, you know? Yeah. Like and then all of my like porn Brandy videos would be like one night with Darkwa. <laughs> oh. Or a night <laughs> in the dark. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A night in the dark. Like, wow. do you know what I mean? It's like it's branding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can't yep. stray too far from the brand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um what would my porn star name be? She's got a few as well, I can tell. Okay, so you're very Thoughtful Thunder. <laughs> Ooh, and I, Thoughtful Thunder. Thoughtful Thunder. Oh, oh. I like that actually. Yeah. Thoughtful Thunder. Thoughtful Thunder. That's it. Mm. Can't even say test. Let's mouthful. give a new one. Let's give a different one. It is a mouthful. Thoughtful <laughs> Thunder. Thoughtful oh, yes. Thunder. Oh. We love a mouthful, don't we? <laughs> they live with that. Speak for yourself, sis. <laughs> oh, I do. Actually oh, do. We'll, we'll get there. We'll <laughs> get there. <laughs> um, and finally, do you, would you like a safe word? So basically. Okay. No. <laughs> So basically, the safe word is if I ask something that's a bit too intrusive and you're just like, screw. I'm already open on social media. Listen, there's not. <laughs> yeah, I think, <laughs> I, think, um, I think if I'm uncomfortable saying something, I would probably rather explain why wow. I'm uncomfortable mm. as opposed to not. Because the whole point of us being here is to champion sex positivity yes. and champion sex positivity in black people, especially 100%. because mm. we... It's so funny. We we get fetishized a lot, but then as soon as we talk about being a sexual being, mm -hmm. it's then oh you can't be a professional because you're a hoe. And it's like mm, pretty sure I've seen some people advertised on Grinder. Some people oh, who not. may <laughs> not be of uh, the uh, Afro Caribbean mm -hmm. heritage, mm -hmm. advertising themselves as come dumpster 69 or whatever you know what oh, i mean like done. but then you can still go and be you know your own kind of like ceo or whatever yeah. wherever you are mm -hmm. so for me i think it's very important for us to if we're going to shy away from subjects explain why because it's important to allow people to know that they can explain yeah, why for real. Yep. and that is that's a really good point because one of the, the reasons why doing this kind of episode was so important to me was because I'm very aware that a lot of my episodes have been very heteronormative conversations. So like hetero sex, hetero relationships, even though I have talked about being with other women, mm. I haven't had men talk about being with other men. Yeah. Um, and I kind of thought, is that a subject that I'm trying to shy away from? Mm, but like, I know it's true. it's... It's not, but I felt like I wanted to have this conversation with the right people. Yeah. yeah. So when I met you, and obviously you as well, I was just like, yeah. these are the right people. Like, In other words, she thought that we were hoes. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, I agree with what you're saying because I actually got an email from someone like BBC One Extra saying they want to come and like, I should come on their show and speak about being girl, that kind of stuff. I'm like, there's a time and a place and yeah. a platform. I'm like, I know the BBC is such a 
Is there, ooh, like I know there's a amazing opportunity. Girl, the edit. Oh, I kid the you not. Edit. Yeah. Look at the whole thing of like SJ from um, Lady Bell, that kind of stuff. Like, I, I get how they'll twist your words. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, my mom knows I'm gay, but it's like, she's like, oh, keep it to yourself. Keep it, keep it. But I understand that to respect her wishes as well. So, yeah. yeah. It is a tricky one, but I know that just a tip is the right place to be. Come on. Yes. I love, yes. Come on, I love me some Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Come on, this is a tip. So, you've, you've kind of opened up my my first question really um how did you both how did you come out like (laughs) what i think you should go first should i go first yeah like and then on the next question i'll go first how how old were you your experience because a few um gay men that i've spoken to it's either been very positive mm, or super, 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 super yeah. n- and like negative. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn. Like, it's it's just, for me as the, the type of person that I am, if anyone tells me that they've had like a negative experience coming out, mm. like I'm just like, that's so fucked up. Scary. And that's it's really scary. so scary. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like mm. I wanted to have that conversation with yeah, you too. Yeah, so I'll go first. Um, okay. I came out to my mom like last year, so I was 21. I'm 29. Like, yeah, 21. <laughs> I guess oh my, my God, wait, age. you're 22? I'm 22. Girl! <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. People are older than my age, but you know what? Um, mm. Yeah, so I came out to her. Well, what had happened was, I was actually watching Real House of My Mom, and then I switched to my channel and I started talking about, now watching my videos while I was talking about, um, like my past situation with my ex, <laughs> that one. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, who is this ex you keep talking about in your videos? Who is this person? I was like, do you want to know? I was like, okay, sit down, get comfortable. So before I actually spoke to her, I called my best friend and I put, she didn't know I was going to come out or anything. It was yeah. just like in the moment. So I, I put on the phone and I started talking. I was like, so I said, ask me what you want to ask. And she's like, oh, and when you went to the hotel. <laughs> oh. Because I told her about the hotel situation. I was like, with my ex, that was two years ago. Um, wait, yeah, almost three years ago now, yeah. yeah. So, um, but I told her I was going with a friend, but I think her mother, Inkson, just knew that, yeah, it's definitely, she thought it was a girl. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, yeah, what you thought was true, I went with someone. It's like, oh, was it? And she asked, was it a girl or a guy? I said, it was a guy. <laughs> so she asked. And then she said, eh, eh, eh. Is it, eh, eh, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the eh, eh, eh. Like, like, she was just shocked. Yeah, so I think it got to a point where I couldn't, like, continue speaking, so... I put my phone on speaker and then my friend Dorinda, shout out to you. She um she continued the conversation. Like mom was like, Oh, so can he change? I was like, and she was like, wow. oh, no. This one, <laughs> I don't think so much. She said, I don't think so much. <laughs> so it happened like that. And I at that point I regretted it. But what I didn't realise that coming out is not for people, it's for yourself. You're meant to feel free. So yeah, I did regret immediately, but as time went by, I started to realize that like, listen, this was not for your mom. Even though you love her, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, yeah, you have to remember this is for you. Like she's had to deal with her own stuff in yeah. a whole heterosexual relationship. Like she's going through, okay, I don't know business out there, but she's going through her highs and her yeah. lows of relationships, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, she's going through. I have to go through my one as well, and I don't feel there's anything bad with being gay. Of course, it's hard to find love in the gay community. I, I do love love, despite me being a little hoe <laughs> in the in the spirit, you know, a hoe in the spirit, but not a hoe in the flesh. Yeah. But <laughs> You know, so I get why she was like fearful that oh, but yeah. So when we had when I came out to her, we didn't speak about it again. Like for a whole year, we kept it <laughs> kept it cute. Like she would talk about other things, but that. So yeah. a year went by, and then she was like, "Oh, so has it changed now?" I was like, "Mommy, I'm so sorry, but it's not changed. It's not. Yeah, I don't Still think it's gonna change either. <laughs> this is strictly dickly. <laughs> strictly, I'm done. Strictly dickly and booty." <laughs> And not 
woman's beauty. And it was like, oh, she's, and trying to scare me away from that. Oh, men's penis, but black men's penis are too big. Oh it's my too, god. Oh, oh like, my. went. I mean, at least she was. At least she, she was went, telling you that she not, cared about. Not, you know, like, oh, she cared a little bit too much. Self preservation, honey. <laughs> honey. <laughs> like, oh, it's too big. I'm like, mommy, I know that, <laughs> and I've dealt with it already. I'm listening. <laughs> men's stallion. So, men's stallion. Oh wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm so um. Before you had that conversation with her, mm-hmm. how long had you hid it for? Since I was about nine, ten. Wow. Yeah, I've known for since I was yeah. young. Like, I knew for I've known like, for a really very young. long time. <laughs> a very long time, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so my coming out experience, I think, <clears throat> mm-hmm. if I had known what you had just said, mm. which is that coming out is really for yourself, yeah. I think I would have handled it differently mm. with my parents because... Yeah. I am very lucky to have had parents who raised me to be a very independent being, right? But at the same time as being an independent being, I still expected them to rally around me Mm. and do all of this stuff. And, you know, parents are supposed to do that. Mm. But then when they have prepared you for life Mm. and they know you're prepared for life, sometimes the communication gets a bit foggy. So for me, I came out to my friends hella early. Yeah. Like in secondary school, I like everyone knew. I still dated girls as well because I was like bi at the time. Mm. And to be fair, it wasn't really like a like, oh, I don't like girls. Like I would I would get hot for girls. Yeah. So it wasn't a problem. It wasn't like a oh, I'm pretending and then this, that, and the other. I wasn't unhappy. But then when I realized I preferred boys more, I would like, I was like going out to Shadow Lounge and all of these clubs and being like, guys, let me get my kiki. And then I have like a bag. So (laughs) we lived in, um, lived just off Gloucester Road and we lived in like a really like bougie like apartment Mm. building. And there was like a little place downstairs where you could chain, like where you could put your bins. Yeah. And you know, cause like, you know, posh places, the bins don't smell so bad. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I used to hide clothes there and sneak in and out. And, um, then I came out, I think I tried to come out when I was 16 and it wasn't well received. And it wasn't well received because I also didn't have the vocabulary to say yeah. what I wanted to say yeah. straight away. Yeah. Um, and that's not me taking all of the blame because communication is a two-way street. Oh, yeah. And when you are raised in a very African background, um, it's harder to communicate things that are maybe for a while seen in your family or spoken about in your family as like a white man sickness. Mm. Um, 100%. <clears throat> So then I finally did come out and it was messy. Yeah. I moved out of the house quite early. Mm. Um and I still maintained a relationship with my family. We didn't necessarily talk about it, but it wasn't something that was off the table. Mm. It was just because the initial reaction to me saying that mm. was so much of a blow up because yeah. you don't expect it yeah. as a parent. Mm that I was like, okay, fine, I'm not going to talk about it. It's cool. It's dumb. Yeah. But then what I realized is that then decayed my relationship with my parents. Yeah. We're now in a very good place, I'm very happy to I'm say. So um, and everything's good. But it was a very weird coming out because also when I was in primary school, I was surrounded by a lot of white people. Mm. When I was in secondary school, I was surrounded by a lot of black people and white people, mm. but the black people didn't really like me because I didn't fit in that well. <laughs> yeah. They, I was like a Carlton Bank situation. I cannot. Then I went to my sixth form. 
My sixth form was super accepting, super open. It was one of the best places I could have ever wished to go. So I'm very thankful that both of my parents pushed for me to go there. And also that I had support from all of the teachers in my secondary school who then helped me get there as well. But it was a bubble because, again, it's like, oh, it doesn't matter if you're gay. Like, do whatever. Mm. I did a school assembly in a corset. Um, I don't remember if I was in, like, tights or leggings thigh high boots oh with a hat Mm -hmm. cocked to the side because i was playing mc in cabaret and no one batted an eyelid so it was very cute it was like whatever but then you come out of that and then you have to come out again in your own circles yeah that was the hard part for me Mm. because i found that i'm coming out not to white people because everyone's like yeah cool you're gay so what Mm. it's coming out to black Black people. people Because I wasn't surrounded by a lot of black mm. people. So I, don't have, I didn't have that network already. Yeah. So it's finding my place. And then you have the whole, some people saying, oh, I'm not attracted to black guys or whatever. Meanwhile, because I've been oh. surrounded by white people for so long, mm. the, the people that I find the most attractive are white people yeah. because they're the ones that I feel like I can identify yeah. with and I can speak to. Yeah. So my coming out process, if I'm perfectly honest, was happening from when I was 16, when I initially tried to tried, come out. Yeah, yeah. Up until maybe when I was 23. Because I came out and came to terms with me myself. Mm -hmm. Then I came out and came to terms with me and my blackness. Then I came out and came to terms with the fact that within the community, even though we're all gay, we're not all for one another. And then I came out (laughs) and finally found the black people that I could like be there with. And speak to, yeah. frankly, about my experience yeah. as a gay man. Because mm. just because we're all gay doesn't mean we have the same experience. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 100%. for real. 100%. And now I feel like I'm fully realized, ultimate form, you know, like Vaporeon. You know, if, yes. if, if, if for, I think that's a Pokemon reference, yeah, but like, yeah, it's a yeah, very yeah. loose yeah, one. It's, it's, it's cool. What, what is it, Rapidash to Vaporeon? Oh, come on, Pokemon! Yes! <laughs> Pokemon so, trivia! You know, <laughs> I am, I'm like, yeah, or like Vulpix. Yeah. You know, I went from Eevee to Nine... Oh, is it Vulpix to Eevee to... Eevee to Vulpix to Ninetales? Yes. Yeah, right. So I'm in my nine tails, bitch. (laughs) I am my nine tails right here. Um, But yeah, it's been an interesting process coming out. Uh, But yeah, it was definitely a few years. Mm. And there's still things that I'm learning. So like, um, I feel like as, as black people, when it comes to coming out, our biggest struggle is other black people. Yes. So, um, so like one of my best friends and this is no shade term we've already talked about it (laughs) but when she first heard that I had been with another woman wrong on my part she heard on my podcast and obviously we're like meant to be best friends yeah so I can completely understand why to her like it was a bit like what the fuck Mm -hmm. um but I had to kind of explain to her that my fear of not knowing how she would take mm. it as my best friend stopped me from telling her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a thing where it was a moment for me that I honestly enjoyed so much that I didn't want it to become something else of, oh, I now have to manage other people's mm. feelings mm-hmm. yeah. about me being yeah. like, I have sex with guys mm. and girls. Like it just depends on like mm. on my mood basically. Um, yeah, so I think in that sense and and i think like if we're being completely honest there's a lot of homophobia in sure. the black community 
Um, the TL be exposing themselves. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I just be blocking, block, blockity, block, block, yeah. block. So oh, is this, is this a Twitter timeline? So, yeah. Oh Y'all god, are Twitter. so involved in Sorry. Twitter. I don't understand. I'm looking for black Twitter. Like, someone send me a hashtag <laughs> or a <laughs> link or something. Oh, directed to everybody. All, all the good people, of course, because there's some people that they just project all their talks, they, what they've gained mm. or what they've learned from their families, all that yeah. kind of stuff. You can tell that they've just been like told, oh, people are this, they're that, they're mm. that. But they have to grow out of it because yeah. it's, it's, it's toxic. And, and like, I don't blame them for thinking mm. that because I think when I was a lot younger and my parents were encouraging us to go to church a lot. Mm. So for me, religion has told me that anything that isn't straight is wrong. Mm. For me thinking, okay, well, I I have these weird feelings mm. for girls. So mm. like, am I wrong? Like, am I bad? Yeah. Um, so when you're from a religious background mm. and you're going through all of this mm. as well, your initial thought is what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling yeah. is wrong. Mm. I'm going to hell because this is what yeah, they've yeah. told me in yeah. church. Get all those yeah. Um, yeah, like it's a lot. Yeah, it's it's very much like because I was like quite heavily involved in church. Yeah, like because I sing, yeah. I led the choir, <laughs> I played the drums, oh, I was in the shit. dance ministry. Okay. Hell, girl, one day I even stood up and preached. Oh, <laughs> I was like, who wants to? But you know what the thing is, I. This is again like very much thanks to my parents mm. because despite the fact that they didn't take it well initially, <laughs> they taught me to be an independent thinker. Yeah. So when I was getting up and I was preaching, mm-hmm. because my dad does a lot of public speaking and public appearances and production of stuff, I was there and I was actually just speaking my truth in the most oh, ambiguous yeah. way. Yeah. I was like, listen, You'll like, never guess it. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember actually saying like, there's no reason for us to hold back mm. on being who we are. And I was talking both about Christianity, yeah. but also about my yes. being gay. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, who wants to fly with me? And like everyone like raised their hands like, yes, we want to fly, we want to oh. fly. And then someone came back to me and they were like, that's a, such a powerful sermon. And I was just like, thank you. I, it touched me, the, the fact that they said that. But then I was also like, that was just me making sense of my feelings. Yeah out loud to a room full of people. And while, you know, there may be some people that I went to church with who may listen to this and be like, oh my God, I can't believe he's, you know, (laughs) out there saying all of this stuff. I am also very much like, if it wasn't for that opportunity that I had to speak, I wouldn't be able to now sit here Mm. and talk to you about this experience And and also you have no idea what other boy was thinking yeah. exactly I the same to thing hear that. yeah yeah mm-hmm. like i needed that and and that's why for me personally this podcast is so important because so important. i'm i'm always just like i i want to be the voice that i didn't get to hear mm-hmm. like i didn't get to have very open conversations about sex mm-hmm. with i'm not with my parents and and as much as i've talked about it before it isn't me blaming them because they're from a completely different generation exactly. where talking about sex to them is mad you must be crazy yeah. if, if you think <laughs> like they go to the extreme as i was telling you guys already like this whole thing about oh it's too big how are you gonna put it in i'm like girl let's not let's lube okay? let's not talk about <laughs> the logistics let's, let's, lube, let's lube okay okay let's lube. <laughs> when could i've tried i'm fine oh, so i get what you mean in that sense like it's just like when they actually talk about it, like, they're going to the extreme, like they're trying to turn yeah. you off yeah. it, but it's like, yeah. it's not realistic. And he, like, that's how people are going to learn through their own experience. Like, I didn't know much about what I was getting myself into. <laughs> I, I, as I was doing it, listen, yeah. as I was doing the action in doggy style, I was learning. <laughs> oh my that's God. That's what I learned. She said I was position. Like, how, oh how to God. let the film go in, how to douche. Oh, for me. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. This is great, right? Because All right. Oh, so we're getting on to that now. Oh, because I do have a nap Let me just get a sip of my I wine do have, first. Yeah, actually, same, same, same. same. Let me sip too. Hallelujah. So, I do have a question because mm-hmm. I am like, I'm not a prude, mm-hmm. but I've grown up thinking very differently about sex to the way that I do now. So when I was a lot younger, I was just like, anal, hell no. But now I'm older. Mm. I try everything. Mm-hmm. You're a trisexual. You'll try everything. I love, that. Try everything. I love that. That's actually a line courtesy of Samantha Jones. For sex in the city. <laughs> so I am, um, I'm opening up literally to the idea of anal, right? And I'm sure I've said it before. Maybe I haven't. But like, I, I bought um, a butt plug, right? Hella cute. And it has a tail. It's a tail? Has a tail. Because I was oh, like... I I my girl before. wants to be a kitten. Like, like, I yeah. I like, like, about tail, how it like, made you like literally... Phew. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, continue. Um, when I tried to put it in... There was like, resistance. It was fucking painful. No, no, right? No, I said and, no, no. And also... No, no. <laughs> And I think my thing is, right, Mm -hmm. like as much as I know that I'm clean, I don't actually know how to prepare for anal. I don't know the anal prep. So listen, when I tell you, I've I've read articles like literally gone to Google how to prep for (laughs) anal, especially when it comes to what I should and shouldn't eat that day. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Burritos, stay away. Uh, (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Because like... I I've I've got this this fear mm. that is that gonna happen. Explosion. It's gonna happen. Up in the ass. <laughs> so like you I think because of that. <laughs> World War so, III. I think b- because of that, I can't fully like relax. Right. I would be like edge go for okay. yeah. See now this is actually here here's something. Ooh. This is this is a little quote that I grabbed <laughs> from a book. Um the book is called Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. And um, there was a quote in it that mm. says, nothing in this ba- world is good or bad. Only thinking makes it so. Yeah, yeah. And that changed my whole outlook on everything. Mm. When I say everything, like yeah. everything. I don't worry about shit. Yeah. Like I will stress about shit, but I'm not worried but, about yeah, it because I know I'm going to yeah. get through it. Yeah. So with that, you have to realize, like everyone has to realize, mm-hmm. if you're doing it up the butt, yeah. there is every risk of anything happening. But... <laughs> You also chose to do it up the butt. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you can't be like, oh, the no, you fucked up the whole vibe. That's the consequences no. of your actions. <laughs> and also, porn gives us incredibly unrealistic oh, expectations. Yeah. Listen, no one's going in easy. Okay, uh, okay, thank you. Because A, I watch a lot of, of, of porn. Stop so, doing it. That's what, read read <laughs> erotica. Read erotic okay, novels. Yeah. Because, um, and I've talked about it before now there was a video that i watched right of this girl being fisted i'm oh not into fisting <laughs> for those who don't <laughs> understand <laughs> tofiakwa is a west african saying or pan-african saying one might say that means over my dead body <laughs> continue so, <laughs> i'm i'm not into fisting right mm-hmm. but what was like I wasn't even aroused by the video. I was just amazed by how how easy. Disgustingly amazed. It, I was <laughs> disgustingly amazed. Disgustingly. It looked so easy for this. I think it was a guy to just put his fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, in her, like it, it, it literally it opened up, and I was like, 
There's a the, the thing is there's a so this is the this is the shit. I was actually talking to someone about this recently. Like people, we have such unrealistic expectations mm. of sex to the point that people like young men can't get hard because they expect it to be all this like sexy shit. No, yeah. there's four stages to sex, which I cannot remember. But if you Google four stages to sex, you will find foreplay them. Foreplay being the main one. Exactly. Foreplay and then is so important to me. Like, we can't yeah, do it foreplay is that? majority of sex. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're having sex for hours. Which I mean, some people can oh, do. I love it. Oh, I love it. Then flashbacks. you need to fucking chill, bitch. So, excuse <laughs> Listen, the language. It's been three years. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be Michelle okay. Obama about this. <laughs> you have and you are coming in with Melania Trump. You need to simmer down. God, this episode. This episode is gonna be funny. Oh, but yeah, so like we we are all seeing all of this stuff and being like, yeah, it's gonna be banging, bruv. Yeah, I'm just gonna back her out. You know, I'm just gonna fuck it up. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. Like, there's a whole lot of like connection and communication that goes into sex. And like even for me now, like I get nervous having sex yeah. sometimes if I haven't had sex for like two weeks with my partner or whatever because then it's like, oh shit, like. How how is this gonna happen? How how is this gonna work? Oh, is it gonna be fun? Is he gonna enjoy it? Like, oh, what are we doing here? What are we doing there? And it's like, mm, actually, if you just let go of all of that, yeah. let go of all of the expectation and the expectation of expectation yeah. from the other person, you'll be able to have the funniest, goofiest, wackiest, like mm. lol sex. And when you when you finally climax, you'll probably laugh and then order a yeah. McDonald's or a KFC. <laughs> you know, like. We stop watching <laughs> porn. <laughs> Some of my friends are porn stars and I don't want to take money out of their accounts, but I'm also not going to name them because I haven't been paid to endorse them. But stop <laughs> free promo, watching porn. Free promo. <laughs> Read some erotica and learn about what you like and what your partner likes and communicate during sex. I, it's I not all, all about, oh yeah, turn over man, I'm going to eat your ass and I'm going to fuck you till you can't walk. Because That'd probably be nice you're not going to be able to do it. That would be nice. You, you are on thought level uh, 1000 you are like you know what what you guys are saying is actually right I think what you said about them being obviously the good and the bad situations like oh god if you know who this person is it's going to be quite embarrassing it's not embarrassing it's, we did it it happened so exactly I, that in I, itself I, so is what, a bomb. what, what happened was <laughs> oh that was my first time listening to thinky my virginity all that kind of stuff and um, what happened again so as we're doing it he might have gone a little bit too deep he went a little bit too deep and it wasn't that bad. It was just when little, you hit gold. Little, oh, you are gold. Oh, he's believing <laughs> your soul. Oh, you have the power to know. So no, no, we literally laughed it out. We said we will clean up a little bit and we continue. Like as you said, like you can't stop now. Can't stop. Will stop. Can't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't stop now. Just make you sure know, you open so. some windows because if it smells bad. No, but you know, it, no, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> but sex is not gonna smell like roses. Can't come and lie like that. It's, but. it's yeah, it's true. Um, actually, if you listen to, <laughs> but, I, but if you listen, I said my point. <laughs> Do you know what? This one, so look, happens. I'll just, I'll, I'll leave this tip, but I'll leave it on your Instagram <laughs> so that people have tip. to go to your Instagram oh, to get the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip from just the tip. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that's actually a sick one. Oh my God, Brandon, yes. Brandon, come on. Also, by the way, if you make that a franchise, like sex tips, I want 20% of everything. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a, that's the a huge jumped. percentage. <laughs> <laughs> the it flew out. The money, the Listen. So... First time is obviously you've just touched on yeah. your first time. It's beautiful. But topping or bottoming? That was what I was going to ask yeah. you as well. Like, are you tops, bottom, or. For, for me. See, um, 
<laughs> what happened was, I, w- I think I'm bottom verse. <laughs> bottom verse. Like, so I wouldn't mind. Bottom. Be like, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, bottom verse. Before you were Okay, and for anyone that, that doesn't understand the terminology, can mm. you explain? So I'm mainly bottom, but if I'm in the mood for it, I can just go, nigga, turn around. <laughs> Let's enjoy it. Play yourself it. too, because I'll be coming there too. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I'll be coming there. You know what I'm saying? Coming. Oh my God. And you're... I am top. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and on occasion, I may have been known to bottom. To bust uh, On occasion. On occasion. Mm-hmm. Not anymore? Or... <laughs> on a special occasion? <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a mucho especial ocasión. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> on a mucho especial ocasión. 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 <laughs> Yep, yep. Shout out to all my Hispanic brothers and sisters. I'm tired. I'm, if also, if Hispanic is um, an offensive term, I apologize. Shout out to my Spanish yes. or uh, Latinx La- La- brothers and sisters. Yeah. I, I like to be politically like correct. Good morning, <laughs> But yeah, um, no. Um, primarily top, mostly top. Okay. Almost always top. Always top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're mostly top. But yeah. You're mostly bottom. My first time topping. Who? Yes, please. That was a while ago. Um, How long was that? Okay, my first time with a girl, I was 13. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. First time with a boy, I was 16. Mm. And I topped. First time bottoming... I think I was 21. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Because there's a whole lot of unpicking about expectations of masculinity as a black man mm. that you have to do. Yeah. You, I grew up with like, my dad is a boss. Like he's fucking dope. Um, and he's an alpha male. Mm-hmm. So you are expected to do certain things. And carry those traits. Yeah. Mm. Oh no. Actually, my first time bottoming, I was 16. Ooh. That was really that oh. was fun. Um, but yeah, so, you know, there was a whole lot of unpicking that I had to do. But even then, when I bottomed that time, I knew I wasn't going to do it again. I knew that this was like a one-off situation. One only. So, <laughs> did you find, like, being a bottom kind of emasculated you? Or... Yes, I I think I did. Yeah, because I had very specific ideas of what masculinity was. Mm. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, look, I mean, I'm literally, I'm wearing heels. Uh, guys, like, fantastical I, I wish I, I was, I, I wish there was visuals <laughs> because this outfit is ridiculous. It's, I'm telling you. Like, it's, it's amazing. Honey, it's form fitting. I'm giving Come you on. X-Men. Silhouettes. Giving like, you X-Men via Paris runway. Silhouettes. Like, like, yeah. He's gone in all right. He definitely has gone in. <laughs> <laughs> gone in. We both saw it. <laughs> But yeah, so for me, it was it was coming to terms with the fact that it's okay to be feminine and still be a man, and that being a man does not mean being macho, and that's rather actually toxic. Mm. And what being a man is is just being a person who identifies as a man, as a man. Yeah, and like even in that, like now, I am so happy to be referred. Like my pronoun is primarily he mm-hmm. him but like they is cool mm-hmm. and the more like also now i'm doing drag as well like i'm happy to just go with they mm-hmm. yeah. and i don't mean to trivialize that for anyone who 
chooses that because they are genuinely non-binary. Mm. It's more actually a discovery within myself and an appreciation for the fact that I don't need to conform to any gender binaries. Come on, that's right. Yeah. That's so. it. <laughs> That's sick. That's so good. Um, so like I was I was asking because um I found that the majority of, of this week I've thought about my first time a lot. I have no no idea why. Mm-hmm. I've thought about my first time, I've thought about I had to Is who, it coming up to the anniversary? May, maybe, you know. <laughs> maybe. Um yeah, my my first time I've thought about who it was with. I've thought about how I felt at that time mm. leading up to it. And it's like, I made my boyfriend at the time wait such a long fucking time, mm-hmm. a long time until we had sex because the education that I had been taught was if you lose your virginity, you're not pure anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be painful. Mm. You're going to break your hymen. You're going to bleed. Mm-hmm. It's It's just... Just everything really, really, really negative. So part of me was like, why the fuck would I want to have sex? Mm-hmm. If everything that I've been taught you is, yeah. you're going to be in pain. Yeah. He's probably going to come quick. He's just, just going to like... <laughs> the lies, the like, lies, the lies. He's just, just going to go for it and not really consider mm. you. And then once you finish, you're not going to be this like delicate flower mm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That's honestly been what I've thought a lot this week. And I've just thought like about the misconceptions that that have come with that, especially in terms of the hymen. And I'm reading a a book at the minute called Vagina. A sick book. It's so good. simple. Yeah, Vagina. (laughs) Um, And there's a section on the hymen and how like irrelevant it is um and i had read how some women in the middle east what they will do is if they've already had sex and then they're going to go and get married they will insert a capsule of of animal blood up their vagina so that when they have sex it will burst and then they will bleed and will come across as i'm like look i was i was was pure for you what? And, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Which means for those of you who don't know. understand what chakai means, it means fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> like honestly, and I'm just Funny. like, it's it's just so crazy how mm. that there is this whole thing about your first time Gosh. and what it's gonna do to you Ooh. and and how like it should be very pure and 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 romantic and with the person that you love because it's all scripted in a sense yeah it's Listen, so scripted Disney has a monopoly oh, on sure. all of our fucking perceptions of yeah. relationships actually oh. yeah you're very oh. right relationships are hard cool. relationships sexual relationships your first time it's gonna be quite a lol if I'm honest and mm. I'm not saying I'm to anyone who is listening now who is not um, who is not sexually active, if mm. you are young and you are listening because mm. Spotify doesn't check your age. <laughs> um, not that I'm saying that they should because you need to be listening to this. Sex yes, positive please. conversations yes, are what we want please. to be having more. Um, but w- all of these expectations that we have are churned out to us by mm. media, by, by um, yeah, by the media, by, yeah. by Disney, by Pixar, by by whatever fucking else you know, production oh, houses that we're yeah. looking at that are going to be like, oh yeah, you know, this is how it's going to be. And mm. all it's doing is selling in an idea yeah. that 
the woman is supposed to stay pure and abstain. Yeah. And then when she finally does, it's because she's given herself to yeah. a man. No, she doesn't need to give herself to Ooh. anyone. She is her own woman. Yeah. She runs that shit herself. She's a boss. And when it comes to gay sex, it's like, oh my God, it's so complex. It's always so secretive and so, so this and so that. And you know what? For a while, yes, it was like that. But it's... Travel Lodge. Where? <laughs> Travel Lodge. Wait. No, that was wait, your place? what? No, That's... you just sidetracked me. Travel Travel Lodge, <laughs> Finchley Road. Oh! <laughs> I can't remember. That was a long time ago. That was like... 2016, that's why I lost it. So I can't remember. I know it was Travel Lodge or what the hell they in? I think it was Travel Lodge. He will remember that. He won he ordered the, the thingy. He booked the hotel okay. stuff. So get I the receipts, remember. sis. Get the receipts. Oh, he sent me the receipts though, but I've Wait, I so out of anger. So. Was that his first time as well? Ah, he had been home for a long time. Okay. okay. I think he said he was a coon before he started like he now. Was a what? He said he said himself that he was a coon. I was like, What's that? I did, I did, well, a coon is when like it's not like they just prefer white people. It's just like they look down on black people or people of color. That's to, what he said. What? Like he described himself. Yeah, as this? yeah. That's what he said about himself. Yeah, that's that's how, that's how you saw it. And then oh, obviously, okay. eventually he became woke. And I think when he became woke, he now became anti-white. I can't speak for him like that, but it's, it's just so weird how his dynamic. I think that's why it didn't really work out because when yeah. Yeah. his four process like I feel yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. toxic. And I, I feel as you said, you think about like the first time a lot. I'm like. I don't regret it, but I just feel like we didn't work for a reason. I have to understand the reason. It's not, because oh, oh, obviously I'm not perfect. I understand that. Well, I spoke about the, the breakup before, like over news and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I think that was just his way of trying to get out of the situation. But I just think like it wouldn't have worked because we're just on two different levels. Not in like, I don't know, like, mentally, obviously financially, he's on his own different level, but in different areas of our lives, we're on different levels. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when it starts to clash, that's when that becomes a problem. Yeah. yeah. Like, is a lot. As I said, it's so complicated and they make it harder. I just want to have sex, yeah. man. I just want to have sex. <laughs> yeah. I want to love you, Kado. You romance you. Exactly. <laughs> you See, you. This is that the is thing. The <laughs> What's that? This is actually something that I was like, discussing a couple days ago. It's a lot. I was it's watching a, a show and <sighs> gay relationships are always portrayed as, oh yeah, we've been together six months, but I, I you know, we're too. all of a sudden going to be like wanting to bring other people into the relationship. You know, so that's the problem around gay relationships in the media. Either you can't keep a relationship or you're in a relationship, but you both want something more from someone else all the time. Um, Ultimately, because, you know, we went on a segue to the travel lodge. (laughs) What I'm saying is, (laughs) what I'm saying is, sex positivity is not a bad thing. Be free about talking about sex challenge your parents to talk about sex because then they're going to be good grandparents to the children that you may have and they're going to also educate you on some things that maybe they weren't able to talk about Mm. therefore further opening your mind you see i'm coming for oprah's gig because (laughs) apparently apparently she's retired i don't know this for sure. No. Someone said someone Actually, said to me that Oprah's retired and I was like, mm, I'm I think she has sure. to though. After that whole Michael Jackson documentary, she has to retire. Listen, oh yeah? Please go. We don't <laughs> go. do that. Yeah, let's, 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 no, listen, no, no. that's another uh, segue. I love you, Oprah. Day, so. Give me some money. It's okay. <laughs> I, I love you, okay? I, I love you. I completely <laughs> agree because I don't know, as I said before, I don't know if if I want kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very much of the understanding that if I do have kids, I, I want them to be so educated, yeah. especially if I have a daughter. 
I don't want her to feel any kind of shame when mm. it comes to her body, yeah. her sexuality, any of that. And um, I've I've spoken to like many guys about how they would feel if their child was gay. And if I'm real, I real. would just have fear. Mm. And that's only because we live in a really fucked up world. Mm, and I can only kind of protect my child in my house. I can't control what my child is gonna experience like like when they go out, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would be so fearful of someone's extreme level of homophobia oh, yeah. and what they would then yeah. do with that yeah. with yeah. my child. Yeah. And that would be my only thing. I don't care. I, I, I wouldn't care about anything, whether mm. they were like, mum, I like boys and I like girls, mm. I'm like, same. Or <laughs> just just anything, I, I wouldn't give a shit. My mm. whole concern is how are you gonna me. manage the world? Yeah. Because not everybody is as understanding. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a lot. Yeah. Like, you know what's so weird? Cause I went to Ghana, as I said, um, a few weeks ago and one of my brother's wife's, um, bridesmaid wife, she said, oh, she was going for my Instagram. I was like, oh, why are you dancing like that? Are you gay? So I was like, you know what? Hmm, should I tell her? And then obviously they're trying to like force my partner for the wedding. I'm like, oh, go and marry her. I'm like, girl, if your girl, oh, uh, <laughs> no. oh. <laughs> listen, that's I'm a gay, <laughs> and I can't be with her. <laughs> Come on, but yeah. So I said, no, let me just tell my in-law because that's how just my in-law and her maid of honor. So when I came, I was like, oh, I'm gay. I'm like, oh, you better not be gay. I'll just disown you. But I'm, I was like, I'm so happy that I know myself enough to not say that seriously. He's like, you know what? Take it as you want. <laughs> I'm going to say, I've already told you what it is. So that's it. You know, so when I said, I was like, you know what? You have to, have to know yourself. That's what I always tell every gay person. Like, you have to find yourself and just love yourself, know yourself. Because people try to tell you about you that, oh, you're, you're this or you're a mistake or that. Please, you're not a mistake. Please hell. enjoy whatever you love. Love is love at the end of the day. So I've, I'm just glad that I know myself, especially at this point in my life. Mm. You know? But I think, actually, I'm going to pick up on something you said mm. about finding yourself. Because mm. I listened to a really good podcast mm. a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Um, where Alex Reeds was guesting, and he said, I love Alex Reeds. He's, he's really insightful. And yeah. he said, this he doesn't agree with the notion of finding yourself because you're there. Mm. You're always striving to mm. find something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, it's a process. Yeah. But then, like, what 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 are we looking for? We are here. Mm. We know our thoughts. Okay, that's, that's it's point. more just about, I think, and this is not what he said. Now I'm just building from what he but, said. Yeah. Interrogating your thoughts. Mm with yourself, with a close group of friends, mm. and just figuring out what it is that you like and what you don't like, because you are fully there as a human yeah. being. Mm. You're fully realized. You're a fully realized concept, darling. Oh, <laughs> You're a couture gown, darling. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, fucking coming down the runway, darling. Parisian, darling. <laughs> So why why do you now need to go and find yourself? There's no sure. seamstress who's going to add a zip to you. Mm. There's no this or that. That's, like, you just need to be comfortable. Yeah. And oh, this is 100%. something that I learned. Because when I, believe it or not, <laughs> even though I'm five foot eight on a good day nowadays. Come on, on a good day. Um, <laughs> I shot up quite quickly when I was in primary school to mm. secondary school. And I had stretch marks on my knees and stretch mm. marks on my butt. And mm. I hated them. And I was like, oh, I really want to do this and I want to do that and I want to change this and I want to change that. And then, because I also, funny enough, 
lived in a relatively sex positive household. So like oh. there was like the Kama Sutra, like, you know, in the bathroom, bathroom reading. Obviously yeah. it wasn't meant for me, yeah. but of you know, I read it. <laughs> I can read. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if I can read, honey, <laughs> and it's mainly pictures, honey, I'm going to read it, honey. But yeah, so, you know, the Kama Sutra was there. There were nude paintings, you know, wow. like in the house and stuff. Yes, I lived in a bougie household. I love that. Um, I realized my um, privilege in saying that as well. I'm not mm. throwing it in yeah. my face. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I just interrogated myself. I, I would wake up in the morning and I would look at myself as I'm moisturizing myself, butt naked in the mirror mm. and just learn about my body mm. learn what angles i liked and what i didn't like and how if i was taking a picture i could change you know what i didn't like to mm. see something that was mm. more mm. palatable or attractive mm. to me mm. and i think that's one thing that we're not all doing we're not getting comfortable with ourselves yeah, we're getting comfortable with a standard that loads of people are putting mm. out mm. and then trying to meet that standard mm. with fillers and botox and whatever and you know i'm uh, not slating anyone that yeah. does that I have friends who do, and I think they're all beautiful still. Mm -hmm. um, and I think anyone who does it, and like if, if you're happy, then that beauty shines from within you. Mm -hmm. But what we have to do before we start making changes is know where we're at. Yeah. And that's the same for sex. Yeah. I know where I was at when I was like, no, nah, I'm not a bottom, brother. I'm only going <laughs> to top. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I know who where... is this? This this. Oh, the roadman. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just I really enjoy I really enjoy just like putting on a the really like roads, road accent. Yeah. Okay. Like you know, like some like my friend Izzy, she loves it. Like I used to work at a PR company with her, and I just come in sometimes, right? And I'd like be wearing like baggy jeans mm. and like a vest, you mm. know, just like really red, and I just come in like yeah, wow. wild one. <laughs> yeah, what are you saying? Are we wow. gonna get a drink after work, innit? Do you know what I mean? Like, and she would just go, oh my God, I can't deal. So hopefully, Izzy, you're listening to this and hopefully this stays Gosh. in. But um, yeah, so I became comfortable where I'm at. And because I'm comfortable where I'm at, I can go anywhere and people can still feel comfortable around me. Yeah. And if people don't feel comfortable around me and I can sense it, I'll still speak to them about it. And it's the same in sex. Yeah. I'm very happy to say I'm a bit nervous. Mm. So I may come quickly. Mm. You know, or you know, oh shit, I think I'm going to come, but I'm not sure if I'm going to keep going or not. Like, mm. And then they're just like, okay, fine, whatever. But it's about communication. Yeah. Like ultimately, yeah. sex is communication. Sex, I was just about to say the mm. same thing. Sex is communication. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I've ever like read um, or heard a dilemma or, or, or anything, I'm just like, you're not communicating. Mm. Like if, if you would just kind of put that embarrassment that you feel mm. on pause yeah. and be like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. My pussy dry. This is really mm. uncomfortable for me. And I'm I'm saying that from a place of experience. I've been, when I was a, a lot younger, where I've, I've just kind of dealt with sex because I was too embarrassed to say, this mm. is actually uncomfortable. Mm. I'm not enjoying this at yeah. all. Yeah. But whereas like now... after it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like now... Um, I completely get when you say like it's not about finding yourself because mm. I think the person that I am has mm. always been there mm. but she had to check out from everything that she was taught from a young age. 100%. So I always say when I unsubscribed, when I checked out to like everything society was telling me, oh, like yeah. as a woman, you should be like this and you, you should want to have kids. Mm. And, mm. Um, and there was this, this whole thing like, 
maybe five or so years ago from the African community about women cutting their hair. Mm. Um, and when I first cut my hair, I had like a lot of people like, so are you lesbian? I'm just like, <laughs> because I cut my hair? Like, like is it that easy? Yeah. Like, like no. And, and even when I went out a few weeks ago, like I am... Um, there's there was this guy who was blatantly trying to move to me, and we're talking, we're going like back and forth, blah blah. And he paused, and I was like, "What's up?" He's just like, "Are you a lesbian?" And I was just like, These guys, "I can't." Come but like, when I get questions that are like that, I'm very much like. I want to know why you thought that. Yeah. Let's have a conversation yeah. about yeah, why. The yeah, thought process. yeah, about why mm. you just thought yeah. this girl must be a lesbian. So I, I've asked him, and he's like, "Oh, like I don't really, really want to say." And I'm thinking, I know exactly what you're going to say, but I want you to say because this is better for you than it is for me. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, "Why did you ask?" Like, that's a, that's an interesting question mm-hmm. to ask. He's like, um, "Because of the hair and the piercings." Hair on what piercings? <sighs> Well, because, because you have Please earrings and, and a nose ring. And I was like... Explain it, yeah. For those who don't know mm-hmm. what that means, this means absolute fucking foolishness. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm just like, when are people going to gonna check out mm. of these societal images yeah. of what men should look like, what, what, what look women like, yeah. should look like, um, this whole oh, how if she's act? yeah, yeah, like how to act, what kind of jobs they should have, like just things mm. like this, which is up utter bullshit, which then spills into our sex life. Of yeah. well, if a woman doesn't act like this, mm. or even even as women thinking, if a guy doesn't come, it means I I wasn't good enough. Oh. I was fine. You just didn't come. Mm. Like, you were riding, honey. <laughs> you were riding. <laughs> I was putting in the work. Like, it's like the, these kind of things are fine, but this is why conversations are so important. So, so people don't feel so like embarrassed and ashamed and yeah. just all that bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But I think also the question about when are people going to get over it mm. is, is the fight that we're fighting now. You know, it's this fight that we're fighting for black women to be able to have an afro and still be like working for a fortune 500 mm. company at the top it's the fight that we're fighting for feminists to not be a trend brought on by gucci mm. or d squared on a runway or on the cover of like a couple of covers of like gay publications and just to be a thing mm. it's the fight for breaking down entrenched thinking on imagery like the cowboy or Tom of Finland. Let's, you know what? Tom of Finland, is, hasn't he just had an anniversary? I think 25 years or something like that. I, I have no idea. Um, whoever knows, at me. House of Darkwa, Instagram. But like, you know, take Tom of Finland and make him, and re- reimagine him now. Reimagine him as, as Ola of Abidjan. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. fucking give him a leather waistcoat, but let him be this tall, slender, beautiful, slightly effeminate, resplendent black man. Come on, resplendent. Or, yes, come on, I'm vocabulary. Loving, loving vocabulary. You know, I'm loving it. You know, take, take a beautiful, long-haired femme boy mm. from Eritrea mm. and make him 
your cover star or the first face to open Givenchy. Not as a trend, but as a fucking statement. Yeah. Yeah. As a statement that, look, anyone can be here. Anyone can wear this. Mm-hmm. You are all beautiful. You are all seen. Take, take a beautiful, full-bodied man and woman mm. and let them close the show. Mm. For uh, who? Who? For no, no we, we don't fuck with Dolce Gabbana anymore. Oh, no, um, yeah. oh, no, let no, them no. close the show <laughs> for for Gucci mm. in the most ethereal looking, like beaded, bedazzled mm. gowns. Do you know what I mean? As like, a statement and not as a trend. Not yes, I as a statement. Yeah, as a statement to a say this is what needs to happen. Yeah. This is what needs to happen more because we are constantly excluding people even in in the way that i was just describing people oh this tall slim resplendent or this tall slim long-haired this is all thinking that that i'm i'm actively trying Mm. to unpick Mm. and this is all thinking that no one is challenging themselves to unpick Mm. because when it's done it's done for uh, you know one issue of one gay publication Mm. and that's it or one issue of vogue or one issue yeah Yeah, it's just a moment i don't want it to be a moment i need it to be a lifetime why because all of these people fucking exist all of these people are sexual beings all of these people are beings who are fully sentient and love and care and Mm. feel with all of the same highs and lows that we feel but we are dehumanizing them by not representing Mm. them Mm. so that's what needs to happen and that's the tea dark with a president bitch Speaking of no. trends, mm. have you both ever had the girl that's like, oh my God, be my gay best friend? Oh, cha. I don't actually have many female friends, if I'm perfectly <laughs> okay, honest. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's a choice. I, mm, okay, I have some female friends, but all of the female friends that I have are, they're just people that, they're people that I know and I love. You know, I don't think of them as my female friends. Yeah. It's more just like, oh, whatever. We're friends. We get on. We're cool. Mm -hmm. I have been to clubs. I have been to bars. I've been to maybe the pub or two, but I'm gay, so I like to deny that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And we're like, oh, my God, you're so fabulous. Like, no, bitch, get a better vocabulary. I'm well-dressed and eloquent. Come on. Come on. (laughs) You know, and that's another thing. It's not their fault. Yeah. They've been taught to think of it. Mm. And unfortunately, it falls to us to educate them yeah. on th- on that's that. Their, their lack of vocabulary mm. in describing mm. us. Yeah. Um, their lack of tact in being able to speak to us. Oh my God, I want you to be my gay best friend. Oh my God. When they like, call yes. you sis, please. Listen. Okay. Do I have with on uh, my head? Okay. All right, all right. Is so that... that like, <laughs> do you hate that? Well, being called sis. Yeah. Because like, I think it's actually a god. I think I've had to, I'm not get used to it because I get like some people think like, my best friend might call me sis sometimes. I'm like, I'm not sis. <laughs> I'm not sis. But you know what? I think, I don't know. I don't know if my mind has gotten used to it or I don't, I've been there. If you're a stranger, don't call me sis. Yeah. If you're a friend, like, cause obviously we're going back to your question now. Let me, let me unpack this because actually a lot of layers to it. So mm-hmm. when, from growing up, I've always had female friends. I was bullied by guys. So. I became close with females like from primary school. I went to a boys' school, but I still have female friends in the church or that kind yeah, of stuff. So yeah. there's, there's always been females. Also going back to my home as well. My dad was or is, is still not around. That stupid that nigga. But <laughs> no one heard that part. But, yeah, but um, yeah. So obviously, I've been around females all my life. So obviously, of course, I want to have a lot of like female friends. But I have experienced um, 
like females that want to come and say, oh, be my best friend, help me pick this outfit. Or I'm like, hey, I'm not a stylist. If you want to be a stylist, pay me. Pay me to be a stylist. Like, it's like, listen, money has, money, made, you know? money has to make. In this <laughs> money has to make. Oh my God, I've heard that so much. Bitch, like, I'm telling you. So there's people that will actually, but, and I see on Twitter the other day, like, they want to be your best friend or whatever. But when it comes to speaking up against yes. all this not on the TL, yes, there's people that are bite on the TL saying, oh, we should not talk about homosexuality in schools. I'm like, if I just backslap my young See, your even that, oh, right, that, geez, that pisses me off because you can't pick and choose yeah. when you want to support your gay friend. Um, I kid you not. You can't do I that. And especially when it comes to education yeah. in schools, we can't say, okay, well, let's just talk about hetero relationships mm. and not talk about lgbtq <laughs> plus relationships so because then and and also i'm like i'm like who are you preparing mm. by not having that kind of conversation because yeah. then what then happens is you have a nine-year-old mm. or a 10-year-old boy or girl yeah. Yeah. that feels different yeah. to what they've been taught and it's then like well i didn't learn about Where this in sex in? ed so yeah. what's wrong with me yeah but can we break this down as well because when people have this thing where oh they're going to be taught this for the whole academic year for my research it was like five lessons per academic year and it's part of a whole thing so it's not just going to be about lgbtq it's going to be about like um, religion race or like so it's part of the, the scheme not the system the scheme so that's one thing that they got it wrong like they're just thinking oh it's about how to put the penis in the in the booty hole yeah. or how to do the scissor in the, in the <laughs> like it's not that and i think like if we can talk about hetero, then we can talk about that as well. It's, yeah. it's about it's about acceptance, not about things. At that time, obviously, I was being bullied, as I said already. I was confused. The first time I saw a penis was when I went to <laughs> year six. Literally, like, the, the guys just pulled it down. I was like, I was like ooh, that's, that's beautiful. Oh, I like that. I like that. I loved it. I wanted to even play with it. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know what was right, what was wrong. Like, yeah. And I'm not saying, oh, the school's going to teach us what I was right. Well, that's for us to still learn. But just to know that, okay, yeah, you might be different. But you're okay. And you can't force someone to be gay. This is how you can't force them to be straight. Someone asked me the other day, oh, do you feel like, uh, you must be for a woman. You must be. I'm like, no. I want to do. I want. I watch straight porn. I don't watch for the women. I watch mm. to see the men. And if the men is there, they I can't even black. watch straight porn. <laughs> you see, like you can't force people to watch certain things to do certain things. If that's how they are, that's how they are. So that whole notion of oh, the school's trying to change our children. Yeah, no. please save that. If, for if the anything, birds, please, they need to educate time, our children yeah. because yeah. you, as a parent at home, no. don't feel equipped enough to have yeah. that conversation with your child. Yeah. Mm. So mm. someone has to. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I was gonna ask. So you never been with a woman before? Nope. <laughs> oh, so you're like a wait? Were you okay? So when I, when I say strictly dickly, I'm strictly dickly. <laughs> strictly okay. dickly. Do you know? <laughs> so do you know if you were a C-section or a natural birth? I don't even know. What? <laughs> because there's a ranking system, you see. I am. Which I. Did you say wanking or ranking? Ranking. ranking. Oh, okay, maybe. Okay, ranking. My, my, my mind's on fire. Ranking. Ranking. <laughs> Not wank. Let, let me just roll the R for you so you get it. So. If you if you were <laughs> this is ridiculous and I'm just saying this for your entertainment go on, only. Go on, see it. So, as someone who has never slept with a woman, mm. you are a gold star gay, <laughs> right? I'll take that Grammy. I'll, I'll take the Grammy. And I'll take as, my if you were a C-section, mm -hmm. you're a platinum gay. Oh, oh. because you didn't oh, because even brush you didn't up. Didn't even go through. You didn't even okay. brush up. Right? I, even, I have to go out for a moment. I get back home. I was just gonna say that. I'll ask, ask you. Ask when I get back home. I'll tell you the hashtag. So like, 
I have been with a woman. Yeah. And if memory serves me correctly, and this, this is not me saying memory from like coming out of the birthing canal, mm -hmm. but like discussions with my mother, I think I also, you know, natural. So, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I have been with a woman. Yeah. With, with women. And I've got a question for you, actually. Because mm -hmm. I, I saw the TL that girls talk about, oh, they prefer having sex with girls than having sex with guys. Because so, girls listen to girls. So, so I'm going to ask you. So, obviously, you, you have an experience in both. Do you prefer having sex with mm. men or with women? Hmm. Well, it depends. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, but this is also, this is another question that has an answer that's like layered because yeah. you can have sex with someone who will listen to you mm. because Very again important. communication, communication. Is which is black for communication <laughs> um sorry no <laughs> west african for communication <laughs> communication <laughs> um but if you're white don't say that anywhere because you'll get Please. hit in the face um, I beg you, I beg you. <laughs> but yeah so i feel that if i have someone that listens mm. to me if i am in the bottom position yeah. mm. that I'm good to go mm. yeah. and it's fine and it's enjoyable. Yeah. And as a top, I find it hard because I think there is a mentality in some people who bottom that they're just going to do what you want. Mm. Yeah. But I also like to be told what, what you want mm -hmm. so that I know yeah. what I'm giving you. Mm. So, preference of sex mm. it's just about communication yeah, it's nothing to yeah. do with like obviously i'm not gonna go out and just be like yeah i'm gonna bang a girl tonight <laughs> like it's not it doesn't happen is that like road that. man again yeah <laughs> yeah we'll call him kevin i was asking for a name for that one oh, the kevin. kevin the road man yeah <laughs> kevin but his name is spelt with a y because you know he could be a bit queer sometimes kevin. you know kevin. Kevin. snatching apples kevin be snatching apples bitch um but yeah so I no, think, that's a good response. I, I, yeah, I like it's about the communication. Yeah. Obviously, like, again, like I said, I'm not going to mm. just go and, like, mm. you know, because, mash and dash. Um, I'm, I can't speak for all women, mm. but I can't say that having sex with a woman is 100% is better than having mm. sex mm. with a man. And that's only because when I've had sex with women and there hasn't been any dick involved, I've craved that dick mm. and been like, something was missing. Before, yeah, yeah like, before. this was great. But mm. for me... Hashtag strap-ons from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like, I would let Megan decide to peg me any day. Listen, I, I don't love them like that. Megan, Tina Taylor, Riri. Peg me, back. it's fine. Come on, peg me. Um, <laughs> but I was having this conversation quite recently where um, mm. someone had asked me if having sex with a woman was better. Mm. And I was just like, when it comes to having sex with a woman, I think the reason that other women feel that it's, it's air quotes better is mm -hmm. because women take their time. Mm -hmm. um, I think the sex with women is a lot slower. Um, it's elongated foreplay. Mm -hmm. Foreplay's, I love, I oh, love I, foreplay. I, oh, I love um, it. And <laughs> you just kind of communicate more because you're both women that, that hopefully understand how your bodies work. Yeah. Um, and I think also when you have sex with a man, you know that at some point he's going to come and possibly not going to be able to go again. Mm. Whereas women can have multiple orgasms. Yeah. So I think that's why some women can feel that it is better. But for me, because I'm, I'm someone that I have to communicate during sex, it's not that one is better than the other because... 
as long as I'm communicating with either male or female, mm. it's going to be great yeah. because we're, we're we're on the same page. Mm. I know that what I'm doing, you're loving. Mm. You know that what you're doing to me is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Um, like giving head, which you don't. I love it. Oh my god, slappy tap. You do slappy tap. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can you? Can someone top up my wine? <laughs> Come on. Now I, I love giving head. Mm-hmm. So I feel. I'm just looking at you. You just looked at me, and okay. So for everyone who is obviously not here in the room, which is all of you, uh, Georgette literally just looked at me and shook her head. Like, and if you want to know what that looks like, just type Portia Williams GIF. But don't send it to anyone because that is digital blackface. If you are not black. So, so yeah, the whole Let's topic of this. the whole topic of fellatio. I'm gonna fellatio. I'm gonna get Mariah Carey about it. I don't want to say you know, G H. Um, <laughs> the topic of fellatio, it is something that I don't like, and is only something that I will do if I am aroused beyond arousal. Yeah. Okay. And I also think that that comes from my possibly limited, although I have to say I am very good at it, but limited understanding of sex because you're like, cool, I got a dick. I got to get it in and let's go, yeah. right? Which is also why men come so quickly. Mm. But what you don't realize mm. is that you can come once and that's not even you coming. That's just pre-cum. Yeah. That's just aggressive pre-cum. Yeah. But because in your mind you think, oh, I'm, something's come yeah, out. I'm done. I'm it's done. True, Signed yeah. out. Let me just turn over, order some, yeah. you know, fucking yeah. German Donner kebab. That's sit first down time, and watch you know? it. That's, that's my first time too, yeah. Like literally through the jockstrap. I was like, what's this licking through the jockstrap? Like, what the hell is that? Through the jockstrap. She so was a hoe from I couldn't day. even tell if that was. <laughs> I won't deny that. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I was like, even my ex would even say the same thing. Like, I couldn't tell if that was me that had really come already or if it was just pre come. But I just knew that I was excited. Like, oh my God. I, for, my first time wasn't even that bad. I feel like finding the hoe was a little bit harder than it going in. <laughs> Wait, so your first time were you. Bottom me, I was bottom me. Okay, <laughs> but I would have done first if my ex was first. But I don't I love put the his tea out like, there. Bottoming, but, I was bottoming. <laughs> oh, because I listen. I love being dominant and submissive at the same time. I, I just realized that recently. I think I've learned so much about myself in like the three years of me even abstaining from sex that I've just realized that okay, like I didn't know myself that much. Obviously, I was still a virgin. <laughs> I was purely virgin. So I don't. I didn't know myself that much. Even when I did do it with my ex. I didn't know myself that much. He he was understanding to an extent, but I feel mm. like he was also, I think that was his first time of a black guy as well. So that's also a different thing. Yes. Okay. That's a whole other thing. Hey. So there was so much to learn. Oh, look, obviously he might have easy access to the people. Me, I, I take my time more. I'll just be down, the, I'll go down the, the thing, the, the quilt. I'll just be... <laughs> But as I said, I do love, oh, Felicia, oh, Felicia. I'm, I'm getting flashbacks right now. <laughs> he loves sunning dick. No, I love me some dick as well. I love that. I, I, I didn't realize I liked us two until afterwards as well. Like, I knew I liked his. Oh, he's gone in. So, I you know what? That. You, oh, beautiful. I have to say, you guys. Gone in and a banging. Oh, Listen. my gosh. Oh. The, the ass? 
You're welcome. Says the gogomi. Says the gogomi. Okay, go on. <laughs> to anyone who doesn't understand what says the gogomi, I don't know what that means myself. It means sexy worm. Oh no! Because you know you whining and grinding. <laughs> when you whining, you know when you whine and grind. When you when you snake your back a little I'm bit. I'm Says the gogomi. Says the gogomi. No. I wow. But it's a lot of preparation. Okay, yeah. Okay, go on. Prep. Because prep. Okay. I want to prep so I can... So most likely your last meal will be the day before. <laughs> <laughs> that part. That most part likely, right there. Like, what? The last meal will be the day, which I did, obviously, for my situation. That's why my situation, even when I had my situation, it was not bad because I had not eaten that day or whatever. So it was Fully. Fasting and prayer. And I was like, oh, fasting and prayer. Praying for that sex marathon you must go and do. You know what I'm saying? Legit, like <laughs> praying in terms of like, did it, my mother. You know what I'm saying? The church boy is kicking in right now. But yeah, so obviously that part as well. But I didn't know how to do at that time. But obviously now I've been practicing, obviously, and oh, I did very well. Listen, I I got my toy recently as well. <laughs> I call him Jerome. <laughs> my my toy is called Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my ex's name or anything. Just a random name that is for him. So he's called Jerome. So obviously I learned through that as well. Like I think, as I said, understanding yourself sexually is very important. Well. Yeah. Like, where's, where's the G for? Have, you have to go left. You have to go right. You have to go up. It goes down. So that's very important as well. Then as I said, the douching. That's that's key. Please, even girls, I like to do. You know, See, I beg douche. This is why I wanted to have this conversation mm. because as much as it's for men there are women yeah, that like to do anal so as well that so don't know how to prep enjoy yourself ladies oh god so, so important <laughs> douching mm-hmm. explained for people that are so like oh how do i explain it so it's like a little it's like a colonic yeah that's it and you put people even use that water when, you, when you're constipated you just, as well and you squeeze yeah and you put water and you squeeze it up the ears and yeah. it's not that uncomfortable kind of like because the one i got the first time it wasn't because of what i bought it was not um the experience so that one was like just poking the out yeah, but you can also like you, you should also loop them up. Like people don't understand that yeah. if you're gonna douche, yeah, 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 like yeah. it's still something that's going inside. I did that. Like, yeah. I looped so. though, and still it was killing me. It was just poking me. But I feel like it was the actual thing itself. So I got a new one, and that one did. did you get the one that's like the shower head adapter. I don't do the shower. Uh, please, 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 please. The shower head <laughs> adapter so is good. You, no, so it's good because it's a shower head adapter. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me let this one. Let me sip on this one. Or let me get sip. down to Soho. <laughs> I won't endorse the store because they're not sponsoring this episode. Free promo, but you read? can get a shower head douche adapter mm-hmm. and you just pop it up <laughs> and make sure the water is lukewarm because it dislodges some of the gold. You um, gold. <laughs> and when you've, you know, got the liquid up inside yeah. you, sometimes I like to do a couple of star jumps, but while oh, shake kegling. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Yeah, you shake it, shake <laughs> Or you can lay on the floor oh, yeah. and if you Google or YouTube pelvic Ooh. thrust exercises. Yeah. You do that because then the water yeah. goes all the way yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And you wait More five minutes. <laughs> never, never rush. Yeah, oh yeah. Take it nice and slow. Mm-hmm. I don't see nothing wrong. Wow. Come on. With a little bump and grind. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. Bit of, yeah, <laughs> like, hey, I didn't even know who. I thought it was genuine. Gag. I thought it was genuine. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. wait, wait. Let's, re- start, let's start the segment again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, get down to Soho and um, get yourself an adaptable shower head oh douche. It's okay, it's okay. You know what I mean? Um, and go and get that. And then, you know, lukewarm water because mm-hmm. it dislodges all of the stuff. Yeah. Pelvic thrust on the floor. Usually I'll do 10 and then some star jumps. Maybe shake it around. Give a little bit of uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. uh-oh. And then sit and fully relax. Don't rush yourself. If you rush the process, oh, you don't get all of the results. Listen, yeah. it's just like rushing putting eyelashes on. 
if you rush putting on eyelashes, one whip of that wig and your eyelashes have been debunked. But question, when you're like doing the star jumps and, and stuff, isn't like the water? No, you, you clench. clench your booty hole. Listen, the body is airtight. You Listen. get in the pool. Are you filling up with water? Listen. Well, that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but me. I love the process though. But for the right nigga, please, I can't come and kill myself. Okay, if, so if why don't come and say that word? I didn't give you permission to say that word. Tip, tip one. Your last meal needs to be the day before. No, no, that is, really that is not one hundred percent accurate. Safe, just but to be safe, you know? I would always eat vegan <laughs> because that will run through you quickly. So give me some examples of that. Vegan. Okay, so like a. Okay, I'm gonna do a Marks and Spencer <laughs> style. This is not just yeah. Yeah. yeah so always eat vegan <laughs> the day that you're gonna bottom. Oh go for a sweet potato hash. With a kale salad, some pomegranate jewels, mm-hmm. and a harissa sauce. Oh. Alternatively, try some pickled turmeric cauliflower I with some finished. baked plantain. <laughs> and maybe a little bit of balsamic cherry tomatoes. I'm trying to avoid any sauces. I have to avoid sauces. Sauces? Them. You're avoiding sauces? Honey, you be dripping sauce in the evening. Oh, that's true. Avoiding sauces. Okay, cool. Eat vegan. Yeah. Douche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what when else? you finish douching, yeah. get your little douche. Because obviously you have the shower head one that I've oh, just yeah, endorsed, yeah. Yeah. which obviously I'll be collecting my royalties <laughs> for. Hello. Um, but then get your little douche, mm-hmm. lukewarm water, yep. three drops of vanilla extract, Ooh. because then your cakes taste like cakes. Oh, and I, cake, I, cake, I'm just going to say, cake, I'm going to say, because I have to, I have to give credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. This is not something that I knew. Mm-hmm. This is something that I learned from listening to another podcast. Am I am I okay to say the name? <laughs> yeah, of the po- okay, cool. From listening to Busy Being Black. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, and I I wish I wish I could remember the name of the guest star, but my phone is on airplane mode because I don't want it to interfere with the oh, microphone. But when you listen to that podcast, you will know because it's a spoken word artist who is so powerful, and he says, "Honey." My milkshake brings the boys to the yard Damn and right. teaches them how to douche properly with lukewarm water and three drops of vanilla extract oh, so your takes so your cakes taste like cakes. <laughs> that is how you douche I'm properly. I'm actually gonna try that. Listen, milkshake by Rihanna. That's exactly. Cake, cake, cake. So when you be backing that shit up, you backing up a fucking red that, velvet. Right, backing it up, I'm the king of time. <laughs> So y'all got me so excited I just squashed my fucking wow. cigarettes and my vanilla Twix. Oh, oh my God. It's cool. It's all right. It's all right. Nah. I don't even need to eat chocolate anyway. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> so I kind of, well, not kind of, I wanted to talk about, I hope I'm going to say her name right, Ori Ho. Yes, Ori Ho. Yeah. Ori Ho. That is my drag persona for those of you who don't know. Ooh. Ori Ho. Yes. Yeah, she likes biscuits and she's a slut. Okay, what do you want to know about Ori Ho? Tell me. Um, (laughs) Do you know what I want to know about Ori Ho? How the fuck does she beat her face so well? You know what, right? Okay. (laughs) So I, I love. I love Drag Race. There's Mm -hmm. some queens in it that shouldn't be there. That's not. That's my opinion. Listen, leave her alone. Leave her alone. She should be in the top four. I'm so upset. I, I. Okay. All right. A, a quick drag race mm-hmm. section. Mm-hmm. I do not think Silky Ganache should oh, be that in one the top. That come the... Wow. Yes. Yeah. Ori Ho is, is come and see that the bitch. Down. Um, the lip. Oh, I don't yes. think. <laughs> 
Oh, I've seen the body yadi. You guys, you guys can see what I'm seeing right now. Body I've seen the body yadi. Um, yeah, That's I do amazing. not think Silky Ganache should be in the top. Who? Silky Ganache. Because I think I don't like what her her personality. Mm. How cruel she was! So cruel. To she was cruel. Okay. She was cruel because, I, for me personally, I don't want people to watch that and think, "Oh, so this is how drag queens are." Right. They're cruel but and they're mean. With that, right? Because I had an issue with Silky Not Making Ash as well. Wait, wait, wait. In uh, person no, or no, no, not in person. Just with her, just with her general existence. But, <laughs> um, I think that what we have to remember. One, she's the first big girl queen to get. No, actually, she's not the first big girl queen to get a final. She's she's gotten far, yeah, and she's in the final. And we are also all of us sitting here, West African, yeah. not African American. Yeah. Mm. As an African American going on a competition, you are ruthless. Mm. Some of us will adopt pageantry tactics yeah. like Akira, mm. who I absolutely adore. Yeah. I love Akira. But some of us will come in all guns blazing because this is the one opportunity mm. we're going to get. That's okay, fair. And we don't like her personality because it's everything that our parents as West African people told us not, not, not to, to be. be. Yeah. Yeah. Do oh, not 100%. be too loud. Do not go in and, you know, take all of the attention, mm. all of this shit. But why not? Because... Everyone else like from every other like race. Like See that too. Her, <laughs> that spider one, whatever that. Her the padding Roche one. is messy, mm. Mm -hmm. and then she tried to excuse it, and my girl Nina West was like, "I fixed my padding," mm -hmm. and I was just like, "Yes, yeah, she did. Right, amazing." I, 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 I would have preferred mm. Nina being top four. Yeah. And silky not. Yeah. Okay. I, I wish Finky was there. Vanji. Miss Vanji. Vanji. But, oh shit, sorry, I'm getting way too excited. <laughs> but I think what, what kind of let me down with Miss Vanji was the 25,000 swimsuits. Oh, that pissed me off, mate. Because <laughs> when, when she actually did something different, like the. um was the green one. Um, The green dress. The caftan. That was terrible. <laughs> the caftan was. Yeah. Lit. The caftan was nice. The the green dress, I didn't like the that little black. The part. black, yeah. It was cool. cheap. Let's yeah. be real. It was cheap. Um, yes. So I liked Vanji, but I I still felt that there was bits that needed to be refined. Yeah, polished. Yeah. Yes, um, but you also I think you have to remember like okay, so me compared to my drag mother because you, when you asked about beating my face, yeah. I learned how to beat my face from my drag mother Caramel at Taste My Caramel on Instagram. Yes, She's incredible. Um, she is literally a goddess. Mm. Like she's six foot four wow. out of heels. Damn. So when she's wow. in heels, like it's like Beyonce, like if Beyonce was actually <laughs> a goddess. Damn. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so Kara taught me how to beat my face. Oh, cool. And Kara is also the fishiest queen in the world, mm. but also a strong performer. What that oh my God. Fishy, fishy queen. A fishy queen. She looks like a woman. <laughs> Biologica. <laughs> yeah, that's Caramel. Oh um, she is like full on woman, right? Oh, and so some people amazing. may see her as my drag mother. <laughs> yeah. And then look at me and be like, oh, but you're her drag daughter, but this, that, and the other. Because Caramel is not only fishy, She's a personality. Mm. She's a performer. Mm. I 
am a five foot eight on a good day black guy <laughs> on a good day. who is West African. So I also am quite built mm, and yeah. I've gone to the gym because I want to be built. Yeah. So me pulling off the fishiest is not going to happen. Mm. What I can do, though, is learn from my drag mom and beat my face. But mm. I ultimately am a performing yeah. personality mm. hostess queen. Mm. I can refine my aesthetic all I want. Yeah. But no matter how refined it gets, I'm still not going to be at the level yeah. of mm. caramel because I am not looking like a yeah. woman. Yeah. And so when we start talking about like Silky Nutmeg Ganache not being refined or whatever, or Vanji having disappointed us, some of these queens, even though they have good aesthetics, because Instagram gives everyone a good yeah, aesthetic. 100%. Because Facetune yeah. exists. Yeah, what happens is we forget why we love them. Yeah. If you're going on Drag Race as Miss Vanjie, yes, she should have been more prepared, mm. but she should also have had more people around her mm. who were going to say, okay, this is what this person sent through as a sketch, as a design. Mm. If you're on the phone all the time, you need someone with you. Yeah. Mm. And it's hard before you go on Drag Race because you're putting all of your money into Drag Race. You're probably getting loans to go on Drag yeah. Race. Yeah. So when we're slating these queens, we're slating them as if, Oh, it's so easy. Yeah. What we right. have to remember is that all of them are pretty much doing it on their own yeah. unless they're part of a big house that mm. knows a lot. And that's also not slating the house of Mateo. What I'm saying is sometimes you just overlook these things because you're so busy trying to make the money because you're a full-time performer. Mm. So pray for Vanji, Pray for Silky. Oh, we love y'all. We're here for you. Yeah. We want to see you do well. But girl, no more swimsuits. And Silky, if you listen to this, I love the way you beat that mug, girl. But you need to start experimenting because as a queen, pageant, yes, it makes you your money. But your personality is big. And with a big personality, you can do a lot more. Yeah. So learn to beat the face in a different way, honey. Go to the school of Sharon Needles, honey. <laughs> Bianca Del Rio, honey. Oh, Give that. me some but, um, Carmen Miranda, honey. Honey, um, before we, before I, I ask more questions about you doing drag, mm -hmm. who is your fave to win? Akira C. Davenport. Ooh. I think she is fire. And I think she's so underrated because she's quiet. Yeah. And mm. she's underrated because she's quiet because, because she's people been... expect black queens to be loud and mm. tongue poppy yeah. or witty like Bob the Drag Queen or super yeah. charming like Monet Exchange yeah. or a personality like Monet, Monique Hart. Yeah. Akiria is here doing a job and she's doing, doing well. the job fucking well. Cheers, yes, you know, cheers, the caftan cheers. didn't work because it was a caftan. It was <laughs> not, <written>. sis. <laughs> no, no, but everything else that she has done has mm. been fire. Yeah. How can you as a queen come so onto grace. RuPaul's Drag Race and look better than RuPaul when you're wearing gold? <laughs> Because let's remember, let's recall Ooh. what RuPaul wore the week of the gold. RuPaul was wearing basically spray painted tinfoil, in my opinion. Wow. And Ru, I, I love you. We I'll share a birthday, right so this is not me coming for you. Please mm. don't sue me. Um, <laughs> but Akira did that shit. Mm. Mm. For me, I'm stuck between Akira and um, Brooklyn. I love Brooklyn Heights. Like, I, oh. but for me, that moment How? where. She had that. I know what you mean. The when pink she, and black and red. And she's. Do you know how many times I've watched that? No, the first I time. I have to watch it again and again and again and again. The first again. time she did that. I screamed. I gagged. gagged. When I say I gagged, I, 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 I 
and I paused it, right? I'm, I'm at home and I paused it and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> that was And I pulled it back I off my bed. I've watched it so many bed. times. That that was definitely my favourite yeah. moment but I just, of the season. As you said, going back to I mean, being a competition, all that kind of stuff, just being very sneaky with Nina. And I found it very interesting him dating Vanjie. I feel like that, I would not mix the business and, yeah. and the pleasure together. Yeah. To be Listen, honest. if you're not getting pleasure from your business, you're not living life. So I get that, but it, it sounds nice. But especially in this London, it sounds nice. in London, uh, in this just, here London, that's not that's not sexual misconduct. <laughs> I don't want problems. With this. <laughs> I don't want problems. With oh my this god! Even my old workplace, they tried to like make. I, okay, technically, they tried to exaggerate the situation about oh that. Um, Didn't you have a bay at work? Which, uh, <laughs> about yeah, it. I had bays. <laughs> work bays. I actually missed one of them. The the older This one. is when whole life becomes oh, like, no I think life. He made me want to or like. Open my eyes to all the men because mm, <laughs> open your eyes before I would the odds I'll go like 25, I'm like, max is 25, 26, somewhere there. So, but now that no one is like 31, 32, there's, there's no one. You were capping at 25, 26? Yeah, so no, that's, that's for time what I was purpose? 19 though. No, when I was 19, my ex was 23, 24. But as I've gotten older, it's increasing. Even one of the guys today is almost like touching 40. Touching 40. Why are you whispering touching 40 like it's some kind of... I wasn't even black as well. We're not even black too. Can you imagine? He was beautiful with the beard. Oh, you know when he had all the juices on the... Juices where? What juices? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Back. No, but even that one, oh, yeah. though, Come I, was, on, back I was not really, I didn't <laughs> really, um, drag. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do anything with them, any of them at my place, but I think because they knew that oh, there was some attraction, like, even, like, they would touch me up, they will grab my behind, or they kind of grab my ass, or that kind of stuff, I was up the stairs, so I wasn't doing anything while, like, grabbing their dicks or anything, like, I don't, like, I like to get consent before I do that kind of stuff. Yes, you know please. Consent is sexy. So, <laughs> that's, that's very important to me, so. Hashtag consent is sexy. <laughs> oh, come on, amen. So, obviously, so, now, they've now seen that officer, they're attracted to me, all that kind of stuff, so they going to tell my because i worked for a company but i was another company store okay i wouldn't say them i don't get yeah, sued in this bitch yeah okay i think i know i was repping a company i'll tell you off, 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 off air. yeah but yeah so um so now they're going to tell my people them that oh like i'm being in a blow i had a lollipop on the shop floor and they now use that now going to bring out things from the past like, oh he's now tempting all these guys can it can it can it get out of hair I'm like, wow. what? If I want to tempt them, I'll go and do it with the toilet. Oh, the toilet is right there. I'll go and put them in there. You will, I, now you will see what tempting is. I, won't. I hope you work for yourself now because you uh, know once well this now, comes out. Like I, went to Ghana, I went to Ghana afterwards uh-huh. and then I have been applying since then. But for me, it's like I would never do that in the workplace. That's, that's yeah, something that I didn't respect. The fact that I tried yeah. to, I think obviously me being gay as well, they tried to take a bunch of that as well. Yeah, Because I know that in that store, everyone is inappropriate and worse than 100%, me. But 100%. wow, I'm the problem. I, mean, I was even bringing sales to your stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's as well with my nyash. <laughs> Not myself, my nyash. With my nyash. Okay. For those who <laughs> don't understand what nyash is, <laughs> it's the derriere. <laughs> yes, sis. <laughs> Come on with the explanation, the dual, the derriere. Yes. I'm not from the derriere right here. Okay, just quickly, my um, I want Evie to win. Okay, um, I'm here for I, Evie. I yeah, love Evie. I love how Evie has actually been able to do glam, mm. and everyone was just like, "You're odd. You mm. don't do glam." And then when she's mm. come out and turned out glam, mm. I'm just like. Yes, yeah, bitch. that's like, glam yes. with a twist. So yes, for it, as shaken, um, not stirred. <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely mm. here for Evie. But bringing it all back to Oriho, mm-hmm. how was o- Oriho born? Oriho was born. Okay, Intriguing. so I'm an opera singer as well. 
Okay. And man of many talents. Isn't it? <laughs> Come on. And um, I was doing some events for a venue in East London, and they wanted a drag queen opera singer. And I know two of them, mm-hmm. but neither of them were in London on the date that this thing was happening. So I was like, listen, I'll find something for you. And if I find them, I want 10% of what they're taking. <laughs> because, you know. Money. Money moves. Yeah, he got 100%. <laughs> he got yes, 100%. and then two days before, they were like, any luck? And I was like, ah, oh, shit, I haven't found anyone. <laughs> so I messaged Caramel, because she's my one of my best friends. We've known each other for, it's coming up to four years now. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, And I was like, listen, sis, I need to get put in drag because I need to do this gig. And she's like, oh, okay. (laughs) So she came over and put me in drag. And I was like, oh, okay, like this is kind of cute. My feet hurt. Mm. My feet really hurt. Was your first time in heels or something? No, it wasn't my first time in heels, but it was my first time in a flat point. Because also for me, doing drag, like I want to look Femme. Yeah. Because of my build, I want to be as far away from my build as yeah. possible. Okay, okay. Meaning the shoes are not going to be platform. They're going to be a flat point stiletto six inch heel. Hanny. Come on. Um, and so I did that gig. And then after doing that, the publication that I was working for, um, we were hosting screenings of RuPaul's Drag Race. And then we did a finale party and I did it in drag and caramel came to perform and my best friend as well tace who's another incredible drag queen mm-hmm. um came to perform incredible performer in general um and my friend adrian was there and he was like oh my god lol did not know you do drag mm-hmm. um and he messaged beach blanket babylon because they wanted to do something new mm-hmm. and at that time i wasn't thinking of doing drag yeah. as like a big thing it was just like oh lol like i can make some quaints it's cute kind of yeah and you know, like my wardrobe is like very like gender. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And then I went to the meeting with Beach Bank of Babylon and I had like been researching drag brunches and how you can incorporate drag into different things. So I went to Beach Bank of Babylon and bless them. They're so helpful and so proactive. And we sat down for about an hour, discussed what we were going to do. And they were like, cool, let's do it. And I was like, oh hmm? shit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> because then it was like, like fuck, I have no wigs. I have nothing. Yeah. Um, and then I just started like buying wigs and stuff. Mm. And now I have a residency at Beach Blanket Babylon. Um, the first Sunday of every month, although wow. in June it's going to be the second Sunday. So it's going to be the ninth. Um, can I? Yes, can of course I you can come, baby. Um, please, all of you come. Yes, all of you listening Where is it? Wait, second what? Uh, June the ninth. Okay, June the ninth, oh, Beach Blanket oh, Babylon Shoreditch. Yes, Drag brunch. hosted by... Ori Ho. Um, but yeah, so I do those drag brunches and we started and it was like cute and fun and all of my friends came to like see like what the fuck is this bitch mm. doing? And it's kind of become a thing now. So I was I did a live performance. I sang at my first performance and I danced and then I started making my costumes and yeah. I started booking more queens and it's become this crazy kind of like Oh, it's like a source of income. You know, it's, yeah, it's funny, but it's also, it's helped a lot in like presenting and speaking to people because even though like I can like be out and people will think, oh, he's either like a massive bitch because he's not talking, um, (laughs) which is usually because I'm quite anxious or like my feet hurt because I'm in heels that should not have been worn that night. Um, Or I'm like the center of attention, Mm -hmm. which also actually stems from anxiety. Like if I don't know how to speak to someone, I will run to the center of the room, make a spectacle, and then everyone comes and speaks to me. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it's it's been really fun, and I'm now doing more gigs. That's amazing. I have been booked to do Bushwig in Berlin um, on the 28th. International babe. Yes, <laughs> let's honey, go there. Honey, inter- <laughs> international <laughs> says he go gummy. Translate that one. No, no, no. They, they got they got a translation already. Look, if you if you don't remember, you need to rewind. Rewind the podcast. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm doing uh Berlin. I met some great people. Um, the Coco Butter Club, mm-hmm. and they had me perform as well. So I did another performance there, and it was fun because I was a lot of queer performers of color, and then I really found my stride because you know I was like, listen, I love black comedy. I love Wanda Sykes and and Cat Williams, mm-hmm. and I love hosting like that because yeah. it's it's exuberant and fun, but you can be serious and you can make serious points without making anyone feel like offended or like attacked. So I'm taking all of this stuff and it's 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 really interwoven into my blackness and my queerness and I absolutely adore it. But Ori Ho as a being is super nice. Yeah. Super she smiles a lot more than I do for all of her pictures. <laughs> um she yeah. loves looking like a slut, but I think that's just part and parcel with being a Scorpio. Yeah. Um and she will kiki the house down, dance the house down, split the house. No, she can't split. Um, death <laughs> drop yet. the house down boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, that's how she was born. That's amazing. Um, that's beautiful. Why is, why is drag so important to you? Because I'm watching you speak and I'm watching your excitement. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, it was, it was actually making me like a tiny bit emotional. I'm going to say something as well. Yeah, like, like literally. I was feeling. You know what? Yeah, Something, I feel like I'm gonna say something. I don't know if if you people know about you. Obviously, you, do you know people know about you and DLT. Do you know about that? Yeah. Can we talk about that here? Or you can't uh, talk about it. Yeah. Can we talk about it? Yeah, because I I can see why you feel the same way. Because obviously, I think obviously having your own platform here, you having your own platform, and also starting your own as well. Like. I think the most important thing when it comes to starting your platform is having that passion. And yeah. I think you talking about it with so much passion. I, I understand. I feel that same way that you feel in terms of like just seeing that excitement. I'm just, oh, say so keep on going. I know Honestly. that. I'm telling yeah. you that obviously the financial side of it, everything, it will come. The money's going to come. The truth mm. will continue to come. I know being black and having all these visions, yeah. it can be yeah, hard. And I think but you're like, keep on going. Keep on going. And I think that's what it is like. Mm. Thank you. As a, as a queer black man, mm. to be able to to do this now yeah. even though I say that there's so much work to be done yeah. but the fact that you're actually able to do it that's why like I'm asking how or or why doing drag is so mm. important to you it 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 connects me to all of the people that were my role models growing up um so for me growing up black and gay and you're watching tv and like I didn't have black gay people on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get that. You know, the one episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch that RuPaul was in, <laughs> or maybe two. Or, you know, now Titus Andromedon, who is like a black actor, failed actor in Kimmy Schmidt, who can't seem to keep a relationship, can't seem to keep a job. Like, I didn't have any positive black gay role Jesse models Smollett and him now having a situation too. yeah i mean but i mean let's not even <laughs> the thing that i the people that i gravitated towards were women women of color mm. so like i've named my wigs you know one of them is called naomi one of them is called yes. rihanna oh, you know all of that stuff okay. and so 
Naomi Campbell, Vanessa Williams. Some Ruby Dead too. Yes, bitch. <laughs> um, yes. Naomi Campbell, Vanessa Williams, um, Oprah to mm. some extent, Tyra Banks. Be a big mm. right there. You know what I mean? Like Beyonce. All of those women taught me not about being a woman, but about being black and being successful on your 100%. own terms. Yeah. 100%. And doing drag to me is not impersonating a woman. It's being black and being successful on my own terms. Like homage as well to them. As yeah. Well. yeah. So if I, I'm walking into a room, I'm getting on stage, I'm kicking and splitting and turning and walking over to some member in the audience and placing my finger on their lips as if I'm telling yeah. them to shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> that's all mm. a power that I derived only from black women. Mm. And gay culture comes from those black women. Yeah. All the black women so before us who were sitting in the salons and kikiing. Mm. Kiki comes from black women. Spill the tea, sis, comes, comes from black from women. Hundreds. And so me doing drag is saying thank you to them yeah. for paving the way for me to have a language that I can mm. speak with mm. all of the gay people. Yeah. And more so giving me the ammo to educate more people on why it's important mm. to pay homage to these people. That's why it's important to me. That is oh so God. beautiful. I've never like, cried on my own fucking podcast. That is so beautiful. So I'm trying up. to control myself right like, now. Like, I could come and cry on this bitch. You know? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just saying, you can never cry. Hey, God, but it's, it's, oh, it's <laughs> just, it's, um, I'm, <laughs> don't come into this to me, please, 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 please. I can't come and <laughs> I, I don't cry. No, I think we get it. I think we get it. We see it. We feel the excitement. We feel it. And we understand. Like, oh, it's I, it's I'm very, just, it's really yeah. beautiful to hear yeah. and to see. And and I think that's why I'm, I'm always like, things like this are so important because we need, to, I'm, I'm going to cry. We need to we have. no harm. Like, literally, being gay, like, we're not trying to be like. No, oh, I'm going to come and give you a hug. <laughs> oh, my God. Baby. <laughs> It's it's so important and yeah. it's so touching. Um, I'm not gonna come and cry. I've cried enough tears. In my no, life, you know? <laughs> no more tears. Um, yeah. So I'm 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 very I'm very grateful that yeah. that you're so open about it's it. So inspiring. Like, um, so yeah, it's I'm inspiring. <laughs> and I'm crying on my own episode. <laughs> <laughs> on my own podcast. Woo! Okay, so I think we're gonna wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, let me just check if there was anything else. But I, I feel like that would be a beautiful ending. Oh, I, um, I was not prepared for that. I, I wasn't prepared. I, I wasn't actually prepared <laughs> at all. Oh. Yeah, you know what, guys? This has been one hell of a fucking episode, it's and I'm good. so grateful and I'm so humbled that you both came on and you spoke so fucking openly because it's so important for. Whatever your sexuality is, whatever your understanding is of people who are who are hetero, who are straight, who are gay, you have to take it in and mm. you have to try to understand mm. other people's mm. experiences and their walks of lives and why they do things because 
both of you have no idea how many people you've yeah. possibly touched from being so open right now. So that's yeah. why I think I'm so fucking... Well, thank you for giving us the exactly. platform to thank do it. Thank you. I want to say thank you, especially because, like, I was in touch with my mom today about how, like, I also went to my brother's house in Ghana and I think people could tell that, obviously, this guy, he's not straight at all. <laughs> he is straight. <laughs> and I was made to feel so uncomfortable. Like, when I came into his um, the living room where they were all at, like, it was, like, just not engaging. So, obviously, yeah. to have that kind of space where I could even speak about certain things, like, like my favourite positions. Oh, that, that one is <laughs> missionary. But... <laughs> Like, so like, stuff like that, that I can even like, just say that out of the blue. Like, it's, I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Thank I'm, you. Yeah. Thank just you. Tip is doing a lot thank for, you for, for giving us a spa- safe space to be ourselves and a safe space to communicate with all of the people yeah. that will be listening. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm so honest. I'm, I'm a very um, emotional person. I love that. Anyway, I, I just didn't think that, that there'd be tears. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I'm gonna let you guys share your <laughs> socials again so people can know where to find. Both of you. Yes. <laughs> yes, okay, so for me, you can find me as a boy at House of Darkwa. <laughs> That's spelled H-A-U-S-O-F-O-F-D-A-R-K-W-A-H. Once again, that's H-A-U-S-O-F-D-A-R-K-W-A-H. And as a girl at Dip the Oreho. That's D-I-P-T-H-E-O-R-E-H-O. One more time. D I P T H E O R E H O. Yes. Come on. Thank you. And for me, it's the classic Manny on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I don't use Snapchat that much, but you want to find my Snapchat and send me nudes? Uh, please, I'm taking no. I'm, I'm partially taken right now, so partially. don't send me nudes anymore. Please, almost, keep it. Almost keep taken. It. <laughs> so, yeah, so the classic Manny everywhere. Um, and guys, thank you again for listening and supporting Just the Tip podcast. I'm very, very grateful. I, I read every message. I respond to every, every message. And sometimes I'm just like, I can't believe people. I, I just like, wow. It feels surreal, isn't it? It's very, very fucking uh, surreal. Um, so as I said at the start, you can follow me at Coco underscore abroad on Twitter. And you can follow the pod at Just the Tip pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I know I said that details for the live show are going to be coming out soon, but they will actually be coming out soon. 21st Ooh. of July. It's going to be... Mom. Oh, is Birthday it? 2nd July. It's going to be very fucking lit. Mm-hmm. Um, One, like, teaser that I will say is I have been very blessed to have some amazing sponsors and i have over 500 pounds worth of gifts to give out to people that are coming i'm so proud of you i'm just when i thought i was like i was like because you kept it so down low i mean that's what the dl was for and the dl down low like i didn't even know so i'm I'm just so proud of you like it's amazing to see it's i'm so i keep on going thank you as a female as well i know i know but thank you you're doing amazing sweetie (laughs) we're gonna come over on you like (laughs) doing amazing sweetie I'm trying. But yes, guys, thank you for listening and I'll be back in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. We out. (laughs) I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Me, I play. I like to play cheek to cheek.